Welcome to AZPM News Daily, a wrap-up of all the day's news from Arizona Public Media. I'm Steve Jess, and on today's podcast, we'll have the latest on the U.S. Senate race with and without the incumbent running. So it's actually a closer contest with uh, cinema in the race. Tucson considers what to do about homeless encampments. We've always been careful to structure our ordinances with one fundamental principle in mind is that homelessness is not a crime. And local music is coming to your local library. To be considered, local musicians must have released an album with at least four songs. First up today, results from a poll predict Democrats might have a lead in Arizona's U.S. Senate race this year. But much of that still rests on whether independent Senator Kirsten Sinema decides to run again. Hannah Cree has more on that poll. Carrie Lake has overwhelming support among Arizona Republicans and is the strong favorite for the GOP nomination. But if the race comes down to Lake and Democrat Ruben Gallego, the latest Arizona Public Opinion Pulse predicts a 10-point win for Gallego. But Noble Predictive Insights CEO Mike Noble explains how Senator Kirsten Sinema's decision to run could produce a tight three-way race. So it's actually a closer contest with uh, cinema in the race. Gallego's lead actually plummets, dropping to only three percentage points. Cinema has still not filed a statement of interest with the Secretary of State, which would allow her to start collecting the necessary signatures to get on the ballot. The deadline to file is April 1st. I'm Hannah Cree, AZPM News. Republican lawmakers and Democratic Governor Katie Hobbs are scheduled to begin budget negotiations to figure out how to deal with a massive deficit. That comes as legislative analysts predict the state's budget deficit will reach $1.7 billion this year. Lawmakers have advanced very few budget or deficit bills, even though that's the only legislation they're actually required to pass every year. Hobbs says she's ready to start hammering out the budget with legislative leaders, but House Speaker Ben Toma blamed the governor's office for dragging its feet on budget negotiations. Arizona Board of Regents Chair Fred Duval says he's pursuing legal action against Dr. Leela Hudson, chair of the University of Arizona Faculty Senate, who suggested Duval had a conflict of interest at a faculty senate meeting earlier this week. Dr. Hudson has inflicted a terrible blow to shared governance, which frankly works so well at the other two universities. How do you develop trust with people who intentionally lie about and publicly defame their partner? It's shameful. Duval was the managing director for a private investment company before being appointed to the board. That company lists the University of Arizona and ASU as previous partners. Hudson says Duval was still with the firm when he joined the board. Regent Lindell Manson called Hudson's questions personal attacks and beyond the pale, and called on UA President Robert Robbins to establish new faculty leadership. A private company's robotic lander touched down on the moon this afternoon. Part of Intuitive Machine's IM-1 mission is about measuring water at the moon's south pole. University of Arizona planetary scientist Lynn Carter says that discovery is driving the current push for lunar exploration. And so we do think there's some element of water at the poles, but it's still really unknown what that form is. Scientists think water ice might be found inside permanently shadowed craters on the lunar surface. That water could be used to help sustain upcoming manned missions to the moon. 
The Tucson City Council is drafting an ordinance that could ban homeless encampments in city washes, just as a Supreme Court case is tackling how aggressive cities can be toward removing unhoused populations. Hannah Cree has that story. Council members say the camps located in Tucson's washes are both a safety concern and an environmental one. Flash flooding can create dangerous situations for those living there, and human presence in washes can disrupt the natural ecosystem. But the U.S. Supreme Court recently announced they would hear arguments for Gates Pass v. Johnson, in which the homeless population of a small town in Oregon is saying the city infringed upon their rights in their attempts to remove them from public spaces. Tucson City Attorney Mike Rankin said at yesterday's study session that the city is taking precautions to not run afoul of any Supreme Court decisions. We've always been careful to structure our ordinances with one fundamental principle in mind is that homelessness is not a crime, that our ordinances are not going to criminalize someone for being homeless. The city council voted unanimously to draft the ordinance yesterday. I'm Hannah Curry, AZPM News. Arizona Attorney General Chris Mays is suing the U.S. Internal Revenue Service to stop it from taxing the Arizona family's tax rebate. Paula Rodriguez has this story. May's move comes months after the IRS deemed that the state's general welfare income tax rebate is taxable in full by the federal government. She is arguing that the IRS is infringing on Arizona taxpayers' rights through unlawful taxation and violates the IRS's guidance that state tax refunds are non-taxable. In her complaint, May says that 75% of Arizonans who receive the rebate are being unfairly subjected to federal income taxation on a payment that isn't considered income. I'm Paola Rodriguez, AZPM News. Some residents in Gilbert are calling for the resignation of both the mayor and police chief over the town's handling of teen violence. At a council meeting this week, residents accused Gilbert officials of acting too slowly to curb teen-on-teen attacks happening for more than a year. An assistant chief of police says the teen violence issue remains a priority. A string of arrests has been made by police in Gilbert, Mesa, and Pinal County in recent weeks in relation to the high school gang that call themselves the Gilbert Goons. Arizona needs volunteers willing to speak up for children in foster care at their home, school, and in court. Only one in six kids gets a special advocate who will be a constant presence as they go through the system. Susan Ward has been a court-appointed special advocate in Washington State and now in Gila County. When you walk into the room, they recognize you, they know that you are someone that uh, they can trust, and that just makes uh, it a life changer in a lot of these kids' lives. Nearly 40% of Arizona children leaving foster care spent more than a year in the system. Ward says volunteer advocates can be a constant force for children who may live in multiple foster homes and have multiple case managers. Roughly 11,000 children are in foster care in Arizona. More than 85% will not be assigned a special advocate. A Maricopa County Superior Court judge has recused himself from a voting procedures case after his brother called the defendants names on social media. Judge Timothy Ryan was assigned a case in which Senate President Warren Peterson and House Speaker Ben Toma sued Secretary of State Adrian Fontes, for presenting what they say is an illegal guide for election workers. 
Peterson and Toma requested a new judge because Ryan's brother, attorney Tom Ryan, referred to them on social media as yahoos and chuckle nuts. The lawmakers say they're concerned about getting an unfair, biased trial. Last week, Tom Ryan said his brother doesn't use social media, and they've never discussed the case. The Pima County Public Library is launching a free music streaming service for local musicians and their music. Duncan Moon reports. The new service will be called Desert Streams, and all musicians who are currently playing or recording in Pima County can apply to have their music included on the new platform. Submissions are being accepted now through March 15th. To be considered, local musicians must have released an album with at least four songs. Submissions will be reviewed by a panel comprising library staff and selected members of the local music community. Musicians selected will receive a $250 honorarium and a featured artist page on Desert Streams with photos, bios, website, and social media links. Because it is a library program, Desert Streams will be open and free for the public to access. I'm Duncan Moon, AZPM News. And you're caught up on the stories we've covered today at Arizona Public Media. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to AZPM News Daily wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Steve Jess, and we'll be back tomorrow.